Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal, grab a cup of something delicious, and start your heart-lifting journey towards living a meaningful life. Oh, Heartlifters, today is a special day. We have our lovely, unhurried presence with us again today, Amy Anderson. And Amy has come back to us to lead us in a beautiful Lexio Divina for our unhurried holiday so that in the midst of all the wheel of activities and all of the things and all of the traditions and the busyness and the distractions, you will have a place that you know you can go to center, to ground, to reconnect to yourself because we can get lost especially us women, (laughs) we can get lost in the middle of all the madness. So I don't want you to get lost. And if you do, I want you to have a place where you can be found. So Amy, welcome back. Thank you so much, Janelle. It's such a privilege to be back. I had so much fun with you at the beginning of the season, and this will be really special today. It's going to be awesome. So you, um, this is your beautiful gift from God to, uh, lead us into a centering, unhurried state of mind. I do think it's a state of mind as well, where we can find some peace. So Amy, where are we going to find this peace today? Well, the number one tangible connection point we can have with God is in his word. And it's always available to us. And it's a pathway to deeper experiences of love and communion with God and love and communion with one another. And during this holiday season, especially after so many long awaited reuniting with family, with neighbors, with friends, with programs that mean a lot to us, Mm -hmm. these are the times when we really wanna be prepared to engage with love and be really in tune with one another. And I I really strongly believe that the number one way that we can enter those settings prepared is through a good dose of God's word in our hearts. And the beautiful thing about God's word is is that it's it's not just quick verses. We are so trained by now to scroll and scan and see snapshots of little verses here and there. And those are great because they remind us to go back to his word. But what we are really looking for at the end of the day is God's word in our hands and and chunks. There, there we go. We're ready. We're ready. And in your physical hands, in your own private oh. space, without a screen in front of you. Nothing like this. Down. There's nothing like it. Yes, there isn't. Mm-mm. Even just opening it and putting my hands on it, it's just like my heart rate does go down. It's like, oh, there you are. There's There are the words that have shaped and formed me. Yes. It's true. And it is a living and active document. The Spirit is always so ready to work in our hearts, alive, bring these words to life in our daily routines. Mm-hmm. And what I like to do is approach 
a good chunk of text with this Lectio Divina practice, which is just Latin for divine reading. Divine reading can happen with scripture. It can also happen with a book that's really inspiring you. In our last session, we talked about some of our favorite devotions, and Mm -hmm. you can practice a Lectio Divina with a, a book of that kind. But today we're coming to scripture and this is just a traditional monastic press practice where you sit down with a section and you read it slowly. You pause to take a deep breath in, to take a long exhalation. Mm-hmm. You return to the text, you read it again, and you you sit with the words until a simple word or a certain phrase grabs your heart and sticks with you. And then you just think on that. You meditate on that word and phrase. And a really fun way to use that word and phrase as a gift in your life is to turn it into a breath prayer. So today, Nell and I picked a Christmas passage. (laughs) This whole um, understanding of breath prayer, uh, you're bringing that to the community. And I'm so thankful you're the messenger. This is fabulous. It's such a popular approach right now. You can learn about it in so many places. And even if you were to Google breath prayer, you would have a lot of uh, ideas at your fingertips. And on social media, there are some really beautiful, Hmm. creative outpourings of just regular breath prayer. A wonderful book to consider for families this season is To Light Their Way. And that's by Kayla Craig. And it's it's a season of uh, a collection of liturgies that she's written for the season of parenthood and her liturgies for parents account. I highly recommend it. I mention it because she does a lot of breath prayer that correlate to scripture and to the liturgies. So that's a great resource for parents and grandparents to light their way by Kayla Craig. Well, I love that. And maybe we can get Kayla to come. Oh, she would love to see you. But I, what I love is that so many don't know how to pray or they're uncomfortable with prayer or don't, haven't yet grown in the faith to feel the comfort level there. So I, it sounds as though she gives us prayers that we can just use. That's exactly right. Okay, good. We need guideposts to help us build, like you say, the comfort level and the beautiful gift of the approach we can take to God is it's always a welcome. It's always an invitation. Exactly. And when we do breath prayer and Lectio Divina, we are receiving the invitation of God into our daily life. So that word or that phrase becomes, what is God's invitation to you today? That's it. That's it. So beautiful. In one of the other tenets of what we talk a lot about here is, you know, so many times we ask why, why, why? why, you know, Christmas can be, the holidays can be a very difficult, challenging, depressing, sad time. It can be a time where our, our loneliness is brought to light. And so this is even more important to me this year in light of all that we continue to go through that even if we are alone, this does happen to be the Christmas where all of my kiddos come home. And I only have that every other year. Now they're all grown. So on that off year, which would have been last year, it can be extremely lonely and painful. Even if we're connecting via zoom, they're not here. And so I know there are a lot of us in this phase of life that, you know, there is this, this emptiness or this void. And so I think this is even more critically important now than ever that we know how to welcome God into our wise and we can welcome him into our loneliness. 
and that we can be alone in our loneliness, but we're not alone because we are inviting God, the father, Holy spirit, and the son to dwell with us. And if we can, if we can find peace in that, and that is really a great part of the work that I do, Amy is to help people find that in themselves. Like David Psalmist, he could bless his own soul. Yeah. That is so good. Janelle. We have to develop that practice in our lives where, because we can even be in the room full of a hundred people and feel desperately alone and depressed. So one of the greatest movements and work that I work, that I want to see happen in my community is that we can bless our own soul. So thank you. We're so ready to be guided. That's so good. And you mentioned loneliness and that does, that does come up holiday seasons. And we think of Mary and her cousin Elizabeth in their very own ways were very lonely with the secret that they held and misunderstood. And Mm -hmm. yet our text today shows us the blessing that's upon them. So in Luke chapter one, verses 39 to 45, I'll read it once. And then Janelle, would you read it once after we do an inhalation and exhalation? And then listeners, if you can be tuning in, what word or phrase grabs your heart? And then at the end, we'll do a breath prayer together. So Luke chapter 1, 39 to 45, we'll start with a moment of breathing. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Just take a minute and let that scripture sit in your own heart before Janelle reads it the second time. Take as long as you need here. If you need to pause, then pause and come back. This is your time. I'm reading from the New International Version. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the child you will bear. 
But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she, blessed is she, who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. I wonder what stood out to you, Janelle. I'm a little bit taken back by what stood out to me. Mm. I am. (laughs) Leaped for joy. Mm. Wow. Why? I've read this scripture. I've pondered it a million times. Leaped for joy. Leapt for joy. Yeah. Inside the womb. Crazy. Crazy. Just the presence. Mm. That's, I think, the secondary thing was that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, so it says when Elizabeth heard, mm-hmm. the baby leapt for joy. Without going deep, I may go deep in another episode. It's the power of our voice. Mm. It was the power of Mary's voice. That prosody we talk a lot about here in this community, the prosody of a mother's voice, the tone of her voice. Mm. When Elizabeth heard it, received it. Mm. It shows the powerful connection between the mother and child, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And we talk a, a whole lot here mm-hmm. about the power of our voice as a mom. Yeah. And to me, the reason that I started my journey some 30 years ago now was that I wanted my presence as a mother in the lives of my wee little children, as they call them now, littles. Mm -hmm. I wanted my presence to be one of peace and security and stability. Mind you, that's before I even knew what I know now. Wow. So my spirit knew it. But I didn't even know what that did to a child's brain, mind, soul, being, or press. I didn't know what that meant then. I just knew that I wanted to be a presence in the lives of my children that would foster peace in the home. And this is a sobering word. I've given it to three clients, particularly in the last week, whose lives are chaotic. And it's like, where do I start? Right. Well, this passage to me, I know I'm going on. I love it. Keep going. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, what was in that? Mm. What was in that that caused that baby to leap? Yeah. What was it about that tone of her voice or what did that voice carry? Mm. 
I also have five children that I'm I'm working with who just lost their mama from age 10 to 20. And they're like, I'll never hear my mama's voice again. Oh my gosh. I just lost my mama at 92 last August. And I'm like, I won't hear her voice again. As complicated as our relationship was. So I want to be a presence in this holiday season where my voice, where my being causes those around me to leap for joy. There you go. That's wonderful. And what you said too, what was it about Mary? It reminds me that isn't it 80% of our communication is nonverbal. It is. What was it when Mary uh, arrived, the countenance, the expression, everything coupled with the words that makes up the whole greeting. And as mothers, all of ourselves that we offer to our children, the holistic expression of love and peace and presence with our kids, it's more than just the words, it's the tone. Oh, it goes up to 93.7%. Actually, it can go the statistics. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I know. But that's the, that's the truth. The Moranian principle, it's it's 93.7% of our nonverbals make up most of our communication and the most important out of all of it is our tone. Yeah. Mom's prosody, her tone of voice. Mm. So if you want to know, you can go back and you can study prosody, power, or poison. But mm. wow. Mm. Mm. So this is sobering. Yeah. This is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It can be a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're here for. Mamas. Papas, grandmamas, grandpapas, Amy and I are here. We're your your allies. We're here to call you to just become aware of your presence. If all you can do is become aware, because the other point here, I think, and you help me because you're the pastor, you help me understand that Mary probably was anxious. She had just been visited and told she's going to have the son of God. (laughs) I don't know if you call it anxiety or was the journey there like, wow, I just need to sit and ponder this. And I need to sit with my girl, Elizabeth. (laughs) I need someone to kind of help me here. That's such a good point, too, because you're helping me realize something I hadn't thought of before where. okay, so backing up a little bit in Luke chapter one. Mary says to the angel, how will this be since I'm a virgin? Okay. And then the angel lets her know your relative Elizabeth is also pregnant. So Mary heads off to see her. That makes a lot of sense. And you're right. right. She's coming there with all this baggage and how do I process? And then because of the reception that she receives from Elizabeth, the Magnificat is next in Luke chapter one. 46 to 55, where Mary rejoices for this gift. So because of how Elizabeth talks with Mary, mm-hmm. because of how John leaps in the womb, yep. Mary is moved to a place of excitement, of joy, and joy. And it's an overflow. There. It's an overflow. Yep. So like you're saying, the interaction we have with one another, it's so indicative of what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I think that when we go back to what we talked about in our last beautiful session about distraction, so distraction 
in its definition is a calling of the mind in a million different ways. That's me paraphrasing. Yeah. The most important part of that is the calling of the mind. Mm -hmm. And so I can only imagine, yes, we know she was visited by Gabriel. Who even knows what that atmosphere was like in that space? Mm -hmm. But we also know she was human and she was young Mm -hmm. and it was countercultural. All the things we're talking about here. Right. So her mind had to be called in a million different ways. We see a couple of them in here. Now, I'm not adding to scripture, but I'm just, we're human. Of course. And so the state of overwhelm, she must have felt that. So what it speaks to me here, though, is that we can be that presence, like Elizabeth, the reception that she gave Mary. So are you Mary here? Are you Elizabeth? Because, you know, you only asked me what I thought, but I know that our listeners, maybe they related to Elizabeth, maybe they related to Mary, maybe they related to the baby in the womb who was not received well. Mm-hmm. How about you? You have to share what spoke to you. That was so beautiful. This is a great text. What spoke to me as we were as we were doing our Lectio together is this section, blessed is she who believed Mm -hmm. that there would be fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And what I really learned from Mary in, in my years with young children at home as a mom, and what you've just alluded to that's so important about motherhood is our presence with our children. And Mary, I wonder if she's learning this right now and then she applies it later, two times that we have in scripture, but I'm sure it was common in Luke chapter 219 and then also in 251, we're told that Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And both of those moments were moments when she could have easily slipped into an anxious turmoil. Mm -hmm. And instead, Mary chose to treasure up what was happening, pondering them in her heart. And if there's a better definition of watchfulness or mindfulness, I don't think in the Bible, that's it. You treasure it up and you ponder it right then and there. The Uh, second account in 251, that's when Jesus was left behind on his own intention in the the temple during the feast of Passover. And the parents are looking everywhere for him, right? So imagine (laughs) the state of turmoil. And instead it says, Mary pondered these things up and treasured them in her heart. So what stood out to me was the blessing that comes when we believe. And I think that is what Mm -hmm. Mary learned And that is the posture that we see of Mary's heart when she is greeted by Gabriel. Mm -hmm. She was willing to believe. Those were her words. When we look back, Mary received Gabriel when he said, do not be afraid for you have found favor with God. She was willing to receive that. She was willing to listen to this crazy, unusual thing that would threaten her well-being in the community, but she would be remarkably blessed because of it. And what did she say? She said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. So she was willing to believe and receive. And there is a blessing that accompanies that. And if this holiday season, there's something that you need in your life that links to a promise that you are waiting for it to, to be fulfilled to a hope that you've held out for years and yeah. you've held out and held out and held out and you're still holding this faith of a flame 
blessed are you if you simply believe. Yes. It's oh. only believing that it would be fulfilled that Mary has right now that she's holding on to. She hasn't seen anything fulfilled. She's oh. simply believing. And there's a blessing in that. So that's that's the breath prayer for me. If I were to make one, I would inhale, blessed is she. I would exhale, who believed? Blessed is she who believed. And what are the promises in scripture about the life we've been called to live walking with Jesus that you are believing for in your life right now and for how that would impact your family relationships, your neighborhood, your community, your workplace. Blessed are you if you believe and the Holy Spirit will go before you and place the next steps in order so that you can live that out. Can I share my breath prayer? I would love it. I've never made one before. <laughs> Big moment. <laughs> but I think that I also want to make this the intention. You're going to be hearing this post this, but the whole intention of Unhurried Holidays is I am willing to believe. Oh, I love that. Yes. I am willing. To believe and and being a dancer back in the day, just even adding the movement to it, I am willing mm -hmm. to believe. Is mm -hmm. a lot of my personal struggle in this season that I'm in personally is releasing a myriad of distractions, even social media distractions, digital distraction in my life that's keeping me from deeper work. Mm -hmm. And that would be a huge change in my life. And am I willing to go counter-cultural even within the profession in which I work, mm -hmm. the ministry in which I serve, mm -hmm. to take some pretty serious changes in my life, take a journey farther away from some things that are distracting to me and that are causing me unrest mm -hmm. and be willing to be present and be willing to believe mm -hmm. and I'm going to be okay and I'm going to be still right with God if I choose some things that don't feel that way. I don't know if that speaks to anyone. That's beautiful. And God will bless that. That's the promise. The blessing that comes over that. Yes. The blessing that comes when we believe is what you said earlier. Mm -hmm. That's that's arresting my attention for sure. And I will be uh, revisiting this. Mm -hmm. So, heartlifters. Amy is asking you this meditative question, right? Which is, what are you, you tell me. What do you need this holiday season? There it is. Mm -hmm. I think I might play this at the beginning. We might have it in the middle and we might have it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep showing up. <laughs> We're going to keep showing up. We are. What do you need? What do you want this holiday season? Mm. I don't have anything else to say because I am in a state of meditation. 
I know that's the, that's the trouble of Lectio. It's hard to get back out of it. Yeah, I think I need, as we talked about, a transition in yes. our ritual. That's why it's in there, man. It's so it's in there. make sure if you have not listened to our previous episode with Amy on hurried presence on ritual, and uh, the T in ritual is transition. So we're going to somehow <laughs> transition now from this holy space this holy place that you have offered us. Amy, I am seriously on the verge of tears and I don't do that very often anymore. I needed this. We needed this. The community needs this. We need your heart. We need your voice. Your voice has value, worth, and dignity. Amy Anderson, please keep using it and keep bringing offerings to us. And you have an open door anytime to cross the threshold into this space. Uh, I will have you back a hundred million times if you would come. So many blessings on your holiday season with your family. And may you be, you be blessed uh, in a way that will take your breath away. Mm. It's going to take your breath away. It's going to be around every corner. You're going to go, oh, 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 yeah. Thank you. It was an Thank honor. Thank you so much, Janelle. It's truly a privilege. Thank you so much. Heartlifters, I cannot leave you without reminding you that you are clothed in strength and dignity. And you have a huge capacity that's untapped to believe God for more and to ask for something greater and to receive him in ways that you've never received him before. Get ready. Every day, I am willing to believe God. Blessed is she who believes. And you'll know then that you have nothing to fear and that you can smile at this holiday season. Mm -hmm. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and resources, please join the Stronger Everyday online community at JanelleRairdon.com. Always remember, you, my friend, have value, worth, and dignity.